Welcome to our mini-sode, Ripped from the Headlines. This week, there is a lot of great news and some true crime updates to stories that if you are a true crime addict like me, you might have been following for years. The first story I'm going to cover, though, is a more recent fear that I've developed. In June, I'm going on an amazing trip to Italy. Part of that trip includes a cruise. I recently heard from a Crime Junkie episode that over 200 people go missing on cruise ships every year. I don't know about you, but that really freaks me out. Well, this first story is about just that. On May 17, 2022, Selena Paul Press went overboard on a Solstice cruise ship as it was traveling through the Lynn Canal in Alaska. It was approximately 3 a.m. when she went overboard, and the ship's cameras caught the moment when she fell off. The ship was stopped, and a search was immediately started. The Coast Guard suspended the search after nine hours, saying that the water and temperature conditions would have made it impossible to survive. The Alaska police have started a death investigation, as the circumstances leading up to her death are unknown. The cruise resumed its journey and will arrive to its port on Monday. On May 16th, a tragic murder occurred in Falmouth, Massachusetts. A man named Tyler Gibbs broke into the home of Kiana Barrows while wearing a ski mask and carrying a gun. Gibbs and Kiana had previously dated. The police received a 911 phone call from a woman saying that her niece had been shot. What isn't clear is how she knew that Kiana had been shot. When the police arrived, Gibbs was brandishing a gun and after three hours of negotiation, finally gave up and was taken into custody. When police entered the house, they discovered that Kiana had been shot multiple times. Gibbs was arrested and had been char- and has been charged with murder, assault to murder with a firearm, and carrying a firearm without an FID card. He has been held without bond. Now the next story is a wild one. So listen closely. If you have ever seen The Exorcism of Emily Rose or are familiar with the story, this will seem straight out of the movies. On September 21st, 2021, two men, both named Renee Hernandez, took a three-year-old girl to the church where they were both pastors to rid her of evil spirits. Her parents, quote, began to believe the victim was possessed because the victim would wake up and scream and cry periodically. Her pastors had been praying for her overnight with no success, and so they summoned the pastors Hernandez, who also happened to be her grandfather and uncle, to begin the exorcism process. She was held down and made to vomit and was ultimately asphyxiated and killed. No one tried to revive her and they waited a couple of hours to call 911. It was only when they went forced did her mother actually call 911. Claudia Hernandez, the girl's mother, was arrested and charged for her murder. On May 19, 2022, after the release of the medical examiner's report, Rene Hernandez, the grandfather, and Rene Hernandez, the uncle, were arrested and formally charged with the girl's murder. The examiners report that she had been smothered and strangled for at least seven hours. All three face up to life in prison if convicted on all charges. There is a big news update for my true crime addicts. The killer of the Oklahoma Girl Scout murders has been identified through DNA after 45 years. Mays County Sheriff Mike Reed says that the evidence shows that Jean Leroy Hart is the killer. For those who don't know, Lori Farmer, Michelle Guise, and Doris Milner were brutally raped and murdered 
while at Girl Scout camp in 1977. Hart was an escaped convict and was captured about 45 miles away from the camp on April 16, 1978. He went on trial for the murder of the three girls, but shockingly, despite extensive evidence, he was acquitted on all charges. Hart did go back to prison to serve his remaining sentence that he had been previously charged with when he escaped. However, he died just months later. Despite finally having DNA evidence that excludes any other suspects, the police say that the case is far from closed. The next story brings us to Jackson, Mississippi. There has been much information released about this crime, but it was too tragic to skip over. It involves three teenagers and an unfortunate prank gone wrong. On May 21, 2022, three teenage boys identified as Christopher Patton, Darren McGowan and Jacquius Galloway went to the home of their friend Joshua Davis with ski masks on. They were carrying water guns that looked like assault rifles. They pointed the guns at Davis, who then shot Patton in the chest with a real gun. Patton died from the gunshot wound. The police are investigating the shooting as justifiable homicide. This last story literally blows my mind. Because here in the U.S., we would never allow this to happen. According to the Irish Mirror, one of their most prolific serial killers in Ireland, John Shaw, was granted a temporary release to spend the day walking around Dublin city center. He was even allowed to sit in a cafe and have a coffee. Apparently, this is common practice for inmates to earn a day or two of freedom every year where they can go outside accompanied by prison guards. He was reported to be frustrated that he hadn't had any time out of the prison in 38 years. He was awarded the timeout back in 2020, but was unable to use it due to the pandemic. Shaw is in prison for the torture, rape, and murder of Elizabeth Plunkett and Mary Duffy with his accomplice, Jeffrey Evans. I honestly don't understand how he is even allowed to get any sunshine during the day, let alone be out to have a walk about the city. He is serving life, a life sentence, and is Ireland's longest-serving inmate. That ends our episode of Ripped from the Headlines today. Please go follow me wherever you get your podcasts and follow me on Instagram at Lady Ripper Podcast or on Twitter at Lady Ripper Pod. Thank you. I'll see you for our next episode on Monday. Bye. Bye.